0: yo what's going on internet the block here aka tbh and to be honest i'd like to welcome you guys back to my show hokage thoughts the show where ain't no hoes but we do think out loud here on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen to the show today in which i'm recording this episode is december 7th 2019 and this will be my last show of the year as well as the last show in my current home um, I'm in the process of moving, so you might see some junk in the background if you're watching the video version at youtube.com slash the black but before we get into the show, I gotta remind everyone that listening, well, I, everyone, I can't even, okay, so I'm tired, I was gonna talk about, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm, tired, I'm stressed out, listen, I'm being an adult right here, listen, I'm, I'm in the process of moving, I'm fucking tired, my brain is like rattle, but I gotta get this podcast done, okay, I just wanted to let everybody know. <laughs> Please rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening, it helps boost my show in the algorithm, which means I'll give new listeners and more growth, and you know, you want to help your brother out. At least I would hope that you would want to help me out because, I mean, you know, what are we doing it for? Uh, if you want to further support the show, you can consider donating or subscribing at redcircle.com slash HokageThoughts. Just look for the big sponsor this podcast button on the top right of the page at redcircle.com slash HokageThoughts. So let's get into the show. Like I said, just, just know I am pretty tired today um work doesn't stop just because you're packing and oh boy is packing annoying um when you got videos listen packing is annoying as shit when you got videos to edit streams to do a million emails to answer back it's just something something about answering fucking emails it just irritates the shit out of me i don't know what it is bro like i need i've reached a point where like i feel like i'm starting to need an assistant but I've reached also the point where I <laughs> I need an assistant, but I can't afford one. Like, I need an editor, but I can't afford one. I do everything my fucking self, and this shit can be overwhelming. Um, yeah, this shit is annoying when you got a million emails to answer, fucking videos to edit, streams to do. I have two podcasts to do, uh, if we're counting this one. Uh, th- and then, as well, I got the GI podcast we're doing uh, tomorrow. Um, you got to give your girl some attention. Um, I'm trying to be consistent in the gym. I'm just a bit exhausted, and... Uh, I don't know how this will go, but I guess it's better to be tired and sheltered than energized, broke, and homeless. <laughs> Can I get an Emirat? Emirat. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into the show, uh, by the way, just know that this episode is going to be pretty gaming hit, uh, heavy. Like, I got some questions. I got a bunch of questions when I posted the tweet. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. When I'm doing my podcast notes, I ask, what do you guys want to talk about? Um, And I got a lot of questions, but a lot of more like gaming centric. I got some life ones, but there were ones that like I've already answered and I don't want to keep repeating myself on the freaking podcast or whatever. Um, So this episode is going to be pretty gaming centric. We got some questions, but they're gaming related and this. There's some gaming stuff that I wanted to do. Talk about looking back on the year of 2019 before we get into the actual meat and potatoes. Oh man, I got to give you guys the funny story of the week. TikTok, you guys know the social media platform where underage girls dance and... First of all, TikTok is a fucking disgusting platform. Let's talk about that. Uh like I made one to like post funny videos. I've been inconsistent on there because once again, social media, it's another social media you gotta fucking manage. I already gotta manage my Twitter, my fucking YouTube, my Twitch, my Instagram. I got multiple Instagrams, got a website, and all great TikTok, another fucking social media platform. What's funny about TikTok is, and this is the funny story of the week, so breaking news. TikTok admits It's suppressed videos by disabled, queer, and fat creators. Uh, So basically TikTok is suppressing creators on their platform that are disabled, uh, gay, and then uh, people who are fat. Um, Now this is bad because I mean discrimination is a terrible thing. Uh, (laughs) um, But this is also funny to me because like (laughs) it's just like yo is future on the committee of tiktok because tiktok said so if you don't understand what i'm saying like basically if you're disabled gay or fat like tiktok is going to make it so that your videos don't get pushed in the algorithm and you don't get no views and no clout basically um and i'm just trying to figure out I'm just trying to figure out if, if Future is on the committee of TikTok, because Future said no fat bitches in the club and TikTok is saying no fat bitches on a platform. Yo, so Future, let me know, have you invested in the TikTok app? Because you know, Future said no fat bitches in the club and now there's no fat bitches on TikTok. I don't know, man. So yeah, shout out to TikTok with the discrimination. Um, not nah, not shout out to TikTok, I'm joking, fuck them. All right, let's get into the show. Uh, besides TikTok uh, discriminating, we're gonna take a look back on 2019. People have been hyping it up. They really, 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 really want me to do a um a list of um I'm gonna, we're gonna do like our favorite games on the gi podcast uh make sure to look up gaming illuminati subscribe to that. that's my other gaming podcast that's more gaming centric um but everybody's been asking me to do my top 10 uninstalled games of 2019 and the reason being is like this year for gaming when i actually went back and looked this year for gaming wasn't terrible i still don't think it was the best but it wasn't as bad as i thought it was Um, it was all right. Like there was just some games that I haven't gotten a chance to play like Astro Chain. That's one that I really wanted to play Metro Exodus. Um, I think I just made poor choices in terms of games that I picked, uh, to spend my time on and I'd much rather have spent it elsewhere. Um, but there were some good games that came out and I mean, we'll talk about that on the GI podcast. Um, but because i picked a lot of games that i lost interest in really quickly 2019 and it's become a meme 2019 has become the year of just uninstall the world like i've been uninstalling games on like i'm not gonna lie like the first time i uninstalled a game on twitch i was like legitimately like mad and don't get me wrong i'd be mad every time i uninstall a game live on twitch at twitch.tv slash the black okage follow me um but like it's become a meme and it's become like a thing like people love it like they what, what Kanye say like what the fuck does that mean like who knows it's provocative it gets the people going like when I uninstall a game like the crowd just cheers me on they love that shit they love it man and I'm not gonna lie I kind of love it too But at the same time, I don't because I'd be saying, like, real shit at the same time. Like, I'd be a little dramatic, but I'd be saying real shit at the same time. And, like, I, like, I look back and I deadass uninstalled 10 games this year. Like, that is wild to me. Like, I feel like I uninstalled more games than I fucking beat this year. Like, like they they were joking about that on the GI podcast, but there's some truth to it. And it's like... I just I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to like with Red Dead Redemption 2. like I don't care how much I like that game that shit was boring to me it shouldn't take six hours to get to the good part if it takes six hours to, to get to the good part I'm gonna uninstall you if your game is full of bugs and glitches I'm gonna uninstall you and there's not nothing fun or like redeeming to keep me into it. I'm gonna uninstall you. Like I, like I really, really, really. The only exception I can think of is probably, and they'll be like, "What about NBA 2K?" Is NBA 2K? That's because I'm super basketball fan, and there's no other basketball game to play. So NBA Live, please get it together. But I'm not gonna lie. Last night we was playing 2K, and we was in the fucking wreck. I almost uninstalled that game. I'm thinking about doing a video, um, because you guys listen to the podcast. I'm giving you a little bit more insight. I, I have like a ton of clips just saved on my hard drive. I'm thinking about doing a video of like 10 to 15 minutes straight. Of just glitches and bugs in fucking NBA 2K20, because I have so much content. I have an eight eight terabyte like external hard drive, and anytime something dumb comes goes through the game, like last night we were in the wreck. This dude had this cheesy ass slasher build at six, seven uh, at a point guard. I don't even know how he made this shit. I think he was a shooting guard, but they had him at point guard and I had to guard this big ass LeBron build. This dude was literally just fucking, he was literally phasing through me. He did this roll move and he phased through my body like Kitty Pryde, um and fucking, uh, the x-men or whatever i was so fucking heated there were so many bullshit ass shots i'm like I, th- I almost threw my controller i'm not gonna lie so i was like you know i'm sitting on all these clips we might have to do a 10 minutes of bullshit in nba 2k 20 but that's beside the point let's get into the list top 10 games uninstall a 2019 we're gonna start from the bottom um and uh work our way up to number one and please understand i'm gonna i'm i'm not just gonna list Uh the games that I uninstalled, I'm also going to explain to you why I uninstalled them because some of these games you might consider them good games, but they just weren't fun to me. Because like I said, I'm at a point in my life where if the game don't work, um, fucking it's not fun to me. I'm not wasting my time. Like I just want to have fun, bro. I'm almost 30 years old. I don't have time to play all these fucking broken open world games and shit no more. It's not fun to review the shit. It feels like fucking work. And I just want to have fun with my friends. So here's to having more fun with my friends. All right, top 10 uninstalls a 2019 video games number 10 this one's gonna piss you guys off but hear me out hear me out hear me out (sighs) number 10 game I uninstalled was control now the reason I put this at the bottom of the list at number 10 is because if we're keeping it a buck control is not a terrible game there's some things that i liked about it i mean this is actually some people's game of the year um freaking the visuals and the art style is nice the voice acting is nice um the gunplay felt all right um like the magic powers that you get or whatever it seems cool but control got uninstalled uh first of all this was a game i only played because the twitch chat wanted me to play it i knew i wasn't gonna like this shit but i played it anyway because you know you guys wanted to see me play it It got uninstalled because I'm just I'm just not interested in fake deep shit. It might be deep to y'all. ethos swears is deep. JG swears is deep. Some of y'all in the comment section in the Twitch chat, y'all swear is deep too. I'ma die on this hill. I don't care. It might actually be deep. I might be actually wrong and it's not fake deep. It's actually deep. I don't care, bro. I don't play video games for the meaning of life i'm not trying to figure out what is why and why we are here for my fucking video games i'm not trying to play no psychology bullshit i just don't care bro and that shit was just fake deep to me all this fucking mind control bullshit i'm just like i don't even care about this bullshit but to make matters worse i would to be honest because i did like the combat and control i might have worked my way uh through the game and dealt with the 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 Bojangle Bojangle the crazy ass storyline, but what actually made me uninstall control and this only pertains to the Xbox version because I played it on the Xbox one X I heard the PC version runs better at least on the Xbox. I ran into glitches galore my map was like glitched out it wasn't loading correctly and I reloaded the game like multiple times I was only like the first hour and some change into the game and I could not figure out where to go because the map wasn't loading correctly and I thought maybe that like I just had to explore more but that people who actually played the game verified it for me because they were I was streaming this live on Twitch people in my Twitch chat who had already beaten the game said no your game is actually glitching my map didn't look like that and it's like it's funny too because they were like yo it's always wow this shit like this happens to you so i reloaded the game like multiple times the map was still glitching so i could not figure out how to progress the story because the game bugged out on me and then the game froze after i couldn't figure out after i couldn't fix the map and the and the game froze on me i don't know what it was about the xbox version i was like bro i don't got time for this uninstall click so i don't want anyone thinking that i'm saying control is a bad game it seems like an all right game i just had a piss poor experience when it comes to optimization and that shit got uninstalled because i don't got i don't got the patience for it no more i don't um coming in at number nine um honestly this is more of a top nine uninstalled games of 2019 but in order to get 10 i had to stretch it out um but i mean it makes sense so whatever number nine is we're gonna uninstall the entire xbox one for multiple reasons hey y'all don't got no games Y'all best games are Spotify, Netflix 4K, 4K artwork Netflix. I mean, 4K uh, artwork on the Spotify, 4K Netflix, fucking Hulu and Crunchyroll. All y'all best games. The best game to come out on the Xbox One is the the Elite Controller 2 that came out in November. Um fucking y'all got crackdown 3 like just install the entire xbox one the interface is fucking awful bro one of the funniest things about my uninstalls is a lot of times so for those of you unaware some of you wonder why i play single player games on xbox um or playstation is because like my pc i look at it as a as as an investment it's like two thousand dollars and i want to make it last as long as possible what you have to understand about live streaming pc games is you are running the game and then you're you're duplicating that image through OBS and beaming it out to the world. So you're running the game twice over, which is straining your PC a lot, unless you get a, a second PC strictly for streaming games. Uh, so then you have like a two PC setup, but I can't afford that. I'm broke. I don't make that much money. Um, And it's like, I don't want to be playing these open world adventure games that are like hundreds of hours long beaming it from my fucking PC. So like a lot of times I play single player games on... Um, I play single player games on my console to protect my PC because it takes the strain off of my PC and then multiplayer games. I play them on PC like apex battlefield, rainbow six siege. Cause those are games where you playing in like 10 minute to one hour, two hour sessions. You're not fucking blowing up your fucking PC. You see know what I'm saying? So multiplayer, I play on PC single player. I play on console if that makes sense. Honestly, I, if you want to get into streaming and you can't afford a two PC setup, that's what I would advise. Protect your investment, man. Make it last as long as you can. Um, where was i going with that xbox sucks anyway uh number eight <laughs> number eight this is a recent uninstall i installed this shit like two weeks ago you probably listen this stupid ass game it's called generation zero generation zero is an open world survival game that came out like a couple months ago um i've seen some trailers for this shit hold on let me get some of this water a little asmr i've seen trailers for this shit and it looked pretty cool i was pretty interested but it was one of those games where I said I will never play this shit unless I get it for free and guess what I got it for free. Uh, I got a sponsorship. I got paid to play it as well as I got the game for free. And um So the premise of the game is takes place in Sweden in the 80s um and like robot dogs like take over and you got basically it's like a big ass mystery. It's like Fallout 76 but with like robotic dogs. So, like, it's, it has environmental telling where it doesn't actually have a story. You literally create a character and it drops you off in the world. And I swear to God, you just get attacked by robotics every fucking way in the environment. It doesn't really tell you where to go. You just aimlessly run around looking for n- little notes and shit in buildings to tell you and try to figure out the mystery of what happened in Sweden and this alternate reality. Um, there's limited ammo. The shit is just boring. It's another Steam early access survival game. The only difference is it's got these robotic hound dogs. And honestly... The game wasn't even remotely fun. It's aimless, Um, not aimless, but like it doesn't really tell you where to go. Um, And the only reason I didn't rank this one higher than number eight, because this is probably one of the worst fucking games on. Like this is one of the few games on this list where like. It's just straight fuck this game. Like, this shit was just a garbage ass game. This would make top 10 worst games of 2019. you gotta understand. Un- the reason I uninstall things is not always because it's a terrible game. You gotta understand that. But this game is just it falls into both character categories. It's an uninstall and it's fucking trash. Um and it's just it's just a shame. It's just a shame to see this shit. It was unoptimized. Fucking the animations were horrible. Like when I was riding a bike. You don't even fall off the bike you literally just lean to the side i'm like what is this dumb ass shit man and the only reason i didn't rank it higher was because um freaking nobody even heard of this game so who cares fuck this game um (laughs) now here comes one that's like a super super surprise ready for this one number seven uninstalled game anthem um Fucking contrary to popular belief, I'm not an EA shill. EA never paid me to say nice things about Anthem. To this, to this day, to this day, I will stand by the fact that I put 50 hours into Anthem. I enjoyed the core gameplay of Anthem. I'm not first of all, the internet is weird as shit. Um, we'll get into this, but that's beside the point. I enjoyed the core gameplay of Anthem. I enjoyed that I felt like Iron Man. The core gameplay was there. The problem with Anthem was everything else around it. The mission structure, the world, the optimization wasn't the best. Never hard crashed my PC or anything like that, but it was a little stuttering here and there. Um, there wasn't The end game wasn't very good. The core gameplay was fun. It made you feel like Iron Man. It just wasn't shit to do in the game uh after you like beat the story that was the biggest fucking problem with the game and the looting system was trash too so like it was one of those games where like it definitely needed a couple more years in the oven um uh but what, what was the what was name? um and that's the reason i uninstalled it like they're taking too long to fucking fix it like i would i would have pinned an anth- anthem to uh the original destiny like and de- i don't know if you guys remember like the original destiny when it came out it got like a six out of ten by most publications um that's because there was nothing to do in the in, in in the in the uh in the end game but the core gameplay was okay um the same thing with anthem the core gameplay was okay to me it's just everything else surrounding the core gameplay that's supposed to keep you in the game fucking sucks like that's there's truth to that shit, and i never disagreed with anybody who was like hating on anthem that it needed work my disconnect with the hate for anthem was like the way people dog this shit out like if i don't like something um like I'll say it in a video and then I leave it alone the only time you'll ever hear me bring something up is if it comes up in conversation because somebody else is talking about it but I don't spend my time going from video to video saying generation zero sucks um that shit is weird to me like I can drop like a trolling video and people will be like yeah but you still playing anthem what is your obsession with that shit bro? that shit got uninstalled and I left it alone like it is what it is bro. um hopefully it does get better though with anthem 2.0 but uh yeah just like it's it's problem is everything surrounding it I, uh and to be honest there's some games on this list that i think deserved far more hate than what and Anth- than uh like the level of hate anthem got there's some games on this list that i think those games should have got the hate that anthem got but for some reason it didn't uh i think uh people were saying that hating on anthem got views so then they started hating on it a lot of people who didn't even actually play the fucking game um and you know when the views coming to play you know youtubers will do anything uh but that's beside the point so number seven uninstall is anthem um number six this one's gonna probably piss a lot of you off and i really don't give a fuck number six game to get uninstalled in 2019 is kingdom hearts 3 this is kind of i think this is the what started the trend of me uninstalling games uh this year kingdom hearts 3 we waited like 14 15 years for this fucking sequel man and it's one of those games where are like I realized more so i uninstalled it but don't get me wrong the game is let's get some pet positives because i don't want people thinking i'm a straight hater the game is gorgeous um that's where the positives start stop uh that's not the point we waited like 14 15 years and i realized this is one of those games where i feel like i outgrew it um kingdom hearts one and two were cool but i feel like after playing kingdom hearts three if i go back i probably won't enjoy it as much this shit. I'm gonna be honest. I uninstalled Kingdom Hearts 3 because this shit is just corny, my nigga. This shit is fucking corny as shit. Fucking Donald Goofy, Thor, the Heart of the Core. I'm like, bro. I'm just not. Y'all know I'm not into that Disney shit, bro. I'm not into that fucking goofy ass Disney shit. But I would have let it slide if I enjoyed the combat. If the gameplay was fun, I would enjoy. I would have been able to make it through, and that's the reason I installed, uninstalled it. It wasn't just that it was corny, but um the combat was just repetitive and easy as hell i remember in the first mission i was doing all these special moves and shit like i was at the end of the game i'm like if i can do all this at the beginning i'm like what the fuck is going on um and then oh my god i almost fell asleep on stream playing kingdom hearts 3 fucking (laughs) these motherfuckers just kept talking and talking and talking them cutscenes in kingdom hearts 3 were terrible they were long and they were drawn out and they were boring kingdom hearts 3 is literally a bad shonen fucking i gotta help my friends i gotta believe in the heart of the cards it's it's a really bad shonen i didn't enjoy it if you did that's cool but i uninstalled that shit it's one of those games where i would i wouldn't call kingdom hearts 3 like flat out terrible like generation zero i put it in a similar box like control it's one of those games where it's just not for me i've outgrown that shit and that shit got uninstalled and i'm not gonna apologize um, coming in at number five, a game that I think should have got way more hate than it than it did. Um, that level of hate that Anthem got. This is the next two games, actually. Actually, the next three games. The next three games. Looking at my list, uh, the level of hate Anthem got. It, these three games should have got it too. So number five, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Do y'all remember? First of all, ooh, I bet you listening right now. I bet you didn't even remember Ghost Recon Breakpoint came out this year, did you? I bet you didn't. You probably like laughing and giggling and smiling, like, damn, I did forget that glory Recon breakpoint like first of all ubisoft can y'all get off tom clancy's dick jesus fucking christ let the dude rest in peace man everything they put out has got to put if it's not assassin's creed it's got fucking tom clancy's name on it bro fucking they about to make tom clancy spider-man what the fuck does that have to do with anything i swear to god they keep making all these fucking and it's really annoying to me because ghost recon i loved advanced warfighter was it advanced warfighter one and two and then future soldier i love those three games um, I could not stand Wildlands. That game was so fucking boring. And this is Wildlands 1.5. Literally, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, is it plays exactly like Wildlands. You drive in a helicopter or a car for like 30 minutes. The map is fucking just big as shit for no reason. Nothing in the world. Nothing. There's nothing to do. I s- you drive like 30 minutes on the road to get to your mission. And then you do the mission and drive another 30 minutes back. let fucking turn that shit in. And the only way you can make that game fun is if you're playing with friends because it's co-op. But I've always argued, is the game actually fun if you need friends to play with it? Because anything that I do with my friends is going to be fun. You can make anything fun with your friends because of the chemistry. Like... The fact that i what makes apex legends a great game to me is yes i do prefer playing with my friends in apex because it is a team-based game but i still i a lot of times i still appear offline if i have nobody to play with because you know niggas appear offline every day be can be can't be letting motherfuckers clock my hours and shit um i appear offline all the time and i do my challenges by myself i play the game by myself and i want to run with randoms when the fact that i can run with randoms in apex legends says to me that the game is fun i don't need people to play with and communicate to have my fun um ghost recon it sucks man that game died on arrival and then it came out that they had like fucking crazy microtransactions in that game and shit like that that game sucks bro like i'm at my it's crazy because i'm at my breaking point for ghost recon and tom clancy give us another splinter cell i I just don't want to drive 30 minutes to a mission just to complete it in five minutes and then have to drive 30 minutes back to fucking do uh, the whole mission structure is just boring as shit um get back to more of like a uh, like i like how they did levels in fucking the advanced warfighter and the future soldier joint it was like levels there were big levels but it was a little bit more linear there was more focus on team tactics versus just running around goofing around with your friends in the mountains and shit i don't want to do that shit number four uninstall game (sighs) day is gone i uninstalled this shit live on stream proudly man it literally took me an hour to uninstall this game same thing with ghost recon breakpoint fucking the irony of day is gone is it literally took a day to get me gone off my fucking ps4 hard drive that game fucking sucks they try to make themselves um make themselves out to be like the next last of us this fucking grizzled fucking mercenary taking on zombies and shit why did i uninstall this game main character wasn't even remotely interesting the game is pretty i'll give it that much the game is pretty but the main character wasn't remotely interesting the gun mechanics are some of the worst i've seen boy oh my god the the gun mechanics honestly might be worse than red dead redemptions it was so hard to aim and then people were telling me in the chat that the only way you can improve your aim is if you get like an upgrade but it takes like six hours to get y'all already know if it takes me fucking five six seven eight nine ten hours to learn how to fucking aim a gun because i need a perk fuck that shit bro i'm not doing that shit um the aiming was awful then there was bugs oh my god listen check it out I couldn't even get out of the fucking like second mission because there were like bugs and like glitches so there was like this thing i was looking for and uh we were like raiding a camp and i had to pick up something that was on the floor and it wasn't on the floor it glitched out of the fucking map so i had to reload the shit same thing happened i i got the same glitch like three times in a row like on the fourth time i reloaded the map the mission finally acted right and the thing appeared that i could pick up then we had things like clipping through the walls i fucking um i ran into all types of bugs and glitches i was like bro why is why is this game not why is nobody talking about this game because it's a sony exclusive or something that game was dog shit in terms of optimization i i don't that shit days gone off my fucking hard drive bro. uninstalled uninstall that shit bro. um number three though let's talk about number three Whew. junk force that's right j-u-n-k junk junk force aka jump force this one's number three a lot of people forgot about this game came out this year i put this at number three because this game is border it's i don't even want to say borderline this game is a fun it's offensive as shit as an anime fan and i know some of you listening a lot of you listening are anime fans too you're seeing some of your favorite anime protagonists and villains coming together to fucking fight and brawl it out and what do we get another arena brawler like naruto ultimate ninja storm first of all the government needs to seize control of fucking bandai namco's um stranglehold on anime games because y'all make the same fucking game every time bro that new what's that new um one punch man game gets coming out that shit is gonna be Junk Force and Ultimate Ninja Storm 2 with fucking jump. They literally just replaced the character and make another arena brawler. And that's all junk force was. Another arena brawler with two combos. A light hit a light attack combo, a heavy combo, and then you had four special moves where you had to hold down the trigger. Just like fucking Xenoverse. You had to hold down the trigger and then hit the corresponding button to do a special move. It was literally Xenoverse. It was literally fucking Naruto, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. What was that? That killer kill game that just came out. Uh they're all the same the the one piece fighting game they're all the same fucking game but what made jump force especially offensive is they took they hyped that shit up they took all our favorite heroes and that shit had motion blur in it and you couldn't turn it off it was a fighting game that ran at 30 frames per second with motion blur. I I remember I was streaming this game. I my eyes literally started hurting playing this shit because there's so much motion in the motion blur. I had to uninstall that shit live. And the story mode was terrible. There's like there's like ugh. Bandai, we're gonna sue you. The government's gonna sue you. Somebody's gonna get you up out of here, man, because it's not acceptable what Bandai Namco did to fucking jump. That story mode like. Uh, it was stupid. It made no sense. Fucking voice that riding around on frogs and shit. I don't know, man. Number two, Sea of Thieves. Uh, I don't think this game came out this year. It came out like last year, didn't it? But I ain't played it to this year. So it's on my top 10 uninstalled games of 2019, it's aka Sea of Z's. The joke, we've been joking that like Sea of Thieves looks boring and like I would always call it Sea of Z's um because that shit will put you to fucking sleep (sighs) i only played this game because for two reasons a i did get a a paid sponsorship for it so i got the game for free and i got paid for it but i also gave it another chance because supposedly the game got better a lot of updates that came out over the last year um they basically the community was saying that they pulled a no man's sky or a destiny or the game uh take a king where the game has improved over the last year so you should give it another chance because it's like a live service game (laughs) sea is so fucking boring bro i've never wanted to be a pirate but excuse that it has nothing to do with that it's, one, it's just one of those games where like it crosses that line where like i personally enjoy authenticity versus realism uh, authenticity and what i mean is like authenticity is like you want it to feel realistic but you still want it to have that certain level of arcade to it because it's still like a video game you still just want it to be fun and then there's you know realism where it's just trying to be fucking life you know like a game that would that would cross the line to me is like arma 3 a lot of people enjoy arma 3 but i didn't enjoy that game because it was too realistic it's not authentic um like socom is like an authentic game to me well now nah, that's kind of old um maybe like ghost well i didn't enjoy Ghost Recon. But you get the point. You get the point. Like, you just don't want it to cross that line. Like, I remember in Arma 3, I was in a helicopter. That bitch got shot down. And then instead of just dying and respawning me, I the, the helicopter landed on my legs. And then I, I sat there and bled out for, like, 15 minutes. I was like, this is too realistic. This is stupid. I'm uninstalling this. Um, That's side the point. Sea of Thieves is one of those games that's just too realistic. Like, it's cartoony looking, but it's realistic. Like, you got to fucking drop the sails down, like fucking it like the sails aren't even automatically open like you gotta go you literally have to climb the ship drop the sails down look at which way the wind is blowing watch your compass watch out for sea monsters and then it's all just so you can go get on an island and maybe get some treasure but there's really there's no point to see a these. it's so fucking boring like 99 percent of the, the fucking map is water and then when you do get to an island like it's like 10 steps long there's nothing to do there but besides pick up some treasure and get back on your ship you can get into ship battles but i mean you could do that in assassin's creed you might as well go play assassin's creed because that shit is better um so like it was just like it's one of those games people say where like you need friends to play it but once again that goes back to my argument if you need friends to play the game is the game actually fun if i can't play it by myself is it is it actually fun that's all i'm saying um so CZ's put me to sleep offensively bad um rare has fallen by the wayside I've learned since that video I released it I didn't know that like most of the people that are at like all the people who are at rare are not the same team it's just the same kind of like infinity ward it's not the same as the old infinity ward the real infinity ward is actually respawned because they left they just kept the name and like the brand or whatever once uh they got bought out by Microsoft so it's not the same rare that made Banjo Kazooie and shit I was like okay this makes sense um so CZ's uh that's my number two pick and my number one most uninstalled game of fucking 2019, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Once again, not a bad game if we're being honest here. Sound design, if I'm going to give some positive, sound design is amazing in this game. Has great gun sounds and foot and stuff like that. Um the graphics are really nice. Um the gunplay felt nice. I played the beta, the gunplay felt all right. But and I'm specifically talking about the PC version of Call of Duty, although I've heard the Xbox version is pretty unoptimized too. The PC version of Modern Warfare is complete dog shit. Since my video that I released where I was talking about I uninstalled Modern Warfare, not only did, so for for those of you unaware, if you didn't see the video or the live stream, I was live streaming Modern Warfare and I got a blue screen. Now if you're unfamiliar with what a blue screen is on PC, it's not the same thing as getting a blue screen on the PS4. you get it on a ps4 the game just crashes and then you just start the game back up when you get a blue screen on a pc it doesn't just crash your game and it, inc- it crashes your entire operating system windows basically my entire windows my entire pc crashed and it stalled for a split second it took me like five times restarting my pc to actually get it working again um, when you get a blue skin on PC, that's honestly a really bad thing because that's a sign that your PC could be dying or whatever. Not always. Sometimes it's just an unoptimized program that fucks up your entire OS. But like, I didn't even want to take the risk. I was like, yo, this game, it's I think Modern Warfare is actually the first. I've been PC gaming since 2013. And Modern Warfare is the first game to ever blue screen my PC. Um, I've had games crash on me. Uh, Bethesda games, fucking Bethesda. Don't get me started on you. I don't buy Bethesda games anymore. If you see me playing a Bethesda game, it's because I got it for free. I'm never paying for their games anymore. Freaking. I've had games on PC crash on me, just like on the PS4. When a game crashes, it crashes and then you just restart the game, but your, your computer's fine. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, let's see, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I've been PC gaming for six years now. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the first game in my PC gaming career that crashed my entire operating system, and I got, I got, I was low-key, I was panicking, like, you have to, I know some of the console guys don't understand where I'm coming from, but I know my PC guys will understand, I was, like, panicking because then I'm like, damn, I might have to build a whole nother PC, I was about to say feces, well, I mean, Call of Duty is feces, I might have to build a whole nother PC if I get another fucking blue screen and this shit blows my shit up, so I, I call of duty is the only game on this list i had to uninstall this shit to protect myself i had to bro it was gonna fuck with my money maker i was like nah i ain't no call of duty worth this shit bro but if you see me playing call of duty again it's on console like if you see me playing modern warfare i got a free copy on the ps4 or the xbox or a future call of duty like i should have known better i should have known not to accept a a, a copy from the, the on the pc version or whatever so that's my most uninstalled game fucking i just i can't do it i can't do it um and you know the worst thing is update too. fuck my experience uh the homie black and gi i don't know how many of you heard call of duty blue screened my pc and it destroyed black's hard drive so he installed Modern warfare on, on one of his hard drives on his pc and it blue screened his computer and then his hard drive stopped working so he literally had to pull out a hard drive out of his pc he has two he had two hard drives in his pc now he only has one and he had to put everything on one hard drive and he can't afford a new hard drive right now so now he's working with a one hard drive pc because call of duty fucking melted his hard drive that is wild dog that is wild that says to me you just don't give a fuck activision doesn't give a fuck about optimization it's a pretty game but I will take Optimum. I will take a smooth 60 frames per second with no hiccups over anything any day, bro. Say what you want about Nintendo games, they games be optimized though. You saying oh the Switch ain't the most powerful piece of hardware? They downgrade them graphics to make sure that frame rate is straight. I, <sighs> disgusting fucking disgusting activision should be shamed of yourself. so to do a quick recap at number 10 control number nine the entire xbox one number eight generation zero number seven anthem number six kingdom hearts three number five ghost recon breakpoint number four days gone number three junk force number two sea of thieves and the number one most uninstalled game of 2019 is call of duty modern warfare fucking okay somebody yo that shit is such fucking first of all if you search Modern Warfare uh PC version like blue screens you'll find plenty of threads on Reddit of people complaining that this game is blue screening their PC. So people are now calling it modern malware. Call of Duty modern malware because it will fucking destroy your PC. So I'm telling you right now if you get Call of Duty please get it on console because on PC that shit is modern malware. That shit will destroy your fucking rig and i know a lot of you are young a lot of you are just now getting into pcs young adults teenagers who have worked really hard to save up their money man fuck whether or not you stream or not if you if you get if you build a gaming pc that's your investment um even if it's just for gaming that's still an investment don't let your investment go down the drain to play call of duty call of duty that fucking claymore central bullshit Fuck that game bro. now before we move on to the next topic let me give some honorable uninstalls now what, what, <laughs> what i mean by honorable uninstalls is um these are games that i didn't actually personally play but i know just because based off my personality i mean i'm me i know me i know what i like i probably if i did have these games i would probably uninstall them so honorable uninstalls go to crackdown 3 if i had that i'm pretty sure i'd uninstall it death stranding if i had that i'd pretty sure i'd uninstall it um <clears throat> Wolfenstein uh, Youngblood game looks pretty cool all the Wolfenstein games do but uh, I bought the last two Wolfenstein games from Bethesda they crashed my PC not my PC they they, the game just kept crashing I couldn't run them Um, so I'm pretty sure I heard Wolfenstein Youngblood was unoptimized too so I'm pretty sure that it will crash on my PC too so uninstall Um, ancestors the humankind odyssey uh that's that game where you get to play as like the monkeys and shit i would uninstall that game if i had it just because first of all i wouldn't buy it but if somebody gave it to me for free like the developers i'd uninstall it because ain't no black man playing no game about no monkeys that shit racist that shit weird and then uh mario kart tour on ios and android if i had that on my phone i would uninstall that because uh you have to pay ten dollars a month to play against fucking bots in mobile mario kart nintendo that's one little you know little smidget i gotta put on y'all fucking record you getting uninstalled too and death stranding will get uninstalled because i'm just not a i wouldn't, I wouldn't even be interested to actually get uninstalled um <clears throat> now uh now that i'm done with this fucking uninstall shit i'm tired of saying uninstall um i'm about to uninstall myself uh <laughs> we're about to move on to this star wars fallen jedi order uh review but before we do uh here's a word from our sponsor. getting out of a rut and staying creative is easier said than done especially with a busy schedule Maybe you want to get back into an old passion or just learn something new. Build, fuel and expand your creative fire with Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for the creator and all of us. They have thousands of classes in photography and creative writing to design, productivity and more. Their classes are on demand so you can learn at your own pace. Get inspired, join a class and create something you love. So check it out, the raw footage that comes from cameras when people are recording vlogs, a lot of times that footage is a lot ashier compared to what you see on YouTube and other social media platforms. That's because that editor added color grading. They help make those colors pop so it's more pleasing to the eye. I know the basics of color grading but I wanted to spruce up and improve my skills so I decided to check out the class Color Grading for Beginner to Advance in Final Cut Pro 10 by Miles. It's important for me to be creative in everything that I do and that's because when I was a kid my grandpa taught me that the benefit of learning different skills is if you get really good at it you can charge people because now you're charging people for their time and you know I'm all about a bag. To me what separates Skillshare from the pack is the quality of the classes yeah you can go on YouTube and watch a free tutorial but you know how that goes man you get on the tutorial and they spend the first five minutes introducing who they are but bro get to the point that's what I like about Skillshare there's a certain level of quality and also they break it down into chapters so the content is easier to digest so you don't have to sit there and watch an hour-long video it's a three minute video here seven minute video there ten minute video there and you can just break it down and go from there now because you support the Hokage thoughts podcast I got a little deal for you look don't tell anybody this is between me and you you can join millions of students already learning on skillshare by getting two free months when you sign up at skillshare.com hokage that's a whole two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free get started by heading to skillshare.com hokage to sign up that's skillshare.com hokage all right and we back let's talk star wars jedi fallen order which is a weird title i thought it was star wars jedi fallen order but it's star wars jedi then like colon fallen order that shit weird respawn. but anyway <sighs> y'all listen yes sir I, the reason i started out the podcast with something negative is because i wanted to get to the positive bro. all them games that on you guys want to know a game i didn't install. star wars jedi fallen order <sighs> easily this i'm gonna be honest we're just gonna go ahead and say this is probably my game of the year this is i gotta go back and look we're gonna talk about it on the gi podcast but before i do my research is off the top of my head i'm probably gonna say star wars jedi fallen order is my favorite game of 2019 and here's why respawn crafted a game that just feels like a labor of love like i literally i remember the first like world that i got to in this game um I got off the ship and like I literally—it's one of those games like I literally had to stop and do a pan with the camera, just look around, look at the graphics, look at everything interacting with each other and the people. And I said, "Man," and the game was just running right; it wasn't stuttering most of the time. I like this—just feels like a game that was made with love, which I can't say. For most games that came out in 2019 and like i feel like you got to give people they flowers like i appreciate that it felt like a labor of love um i'm, I'm already rambling about i'm blushing talking about star wars um so uh if you're, if you're unfamiliar with my reviews uh i'm gonna give some positives and some negatives i have one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh six positives and two negatives um all right so first positive for star wars fallen jedi order um the story uh so this is star wars jedi fallen order helped me articulate why i prefer why i have i struggle a lot of times with soulborn games um i think they're good games from a gameplay standpoint i realize specifically more so sekiro i'm more of a fan of sekiro than uh than like uh, Dark Souls or whatever. I know it's the same company, but Sekiro plays differently. Um, the reason I struggle with Sekiro is not that it's a challenge. I'm always up for a challenge. I'm a Hokage, believe it. I don't give up. You didn't become. I don't become a Hokage by giving up. Okay, believe it. Uh, that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> um, the reason I struggled with Sekiro is it just felt like I was checking off a list and Star Wars helped me realize and articulate that was my biggest problem with Sakura. Sekiro. Sekiro would definitely still go in my top 10 games of the year, even though I still haven't finished and I'm like 75% of the way through. But like the reason I I picked that game up and I play it in short spurts is because it just felt like I was checking off a list. I was just going from boss to boss to try to conquer them and fight them. But the actual world and story did not engage me. I mean, I know from software games are not known for the story, but that's just always been, I guess, my critique. I don't find the world interesting enough to where I feel engaged and where I feel inspired to really go and try to conquer those monsters. It's more so just doing something, it feels like. Just trying to just beat a challenge versus star wars star wars is um i felt inspired i really enjoyed the world um my i've i wouldn't define myself as a star wars fan i'm more so of a fan of the world um i think mass effect does a better job of crafting a space drama a space uh where like all the characters are interesting my problem with star wars has always kind of been it's been like the jedi versus the sith and there's all these other cool things going on in the star wars universe that they don't explore enough such as the politics or the mandalorian which you're going to talk about later they're finally doing that um there's all these different races and shit like that and you just don't really get to see i'm more interested in the world and learning more about what's going on um and i feel like this game did a good job of giving us a different look at the star wars universe it's still the jedi versus the sith but it was a different take on it because in this game you do not play for those of you unaware you do not play a um a jedi master you play a padawan uh if you don't know what a padawan is his name is Cal. a padawan is basically a trainee or a, an apprentice a young grasshopper of a jedi master um without spoiling too much. This game is canon. It takes place after episode three. I think it was like they said five years after episode three or something like that. So if you haven't seen Star Wars or if you have, then you already know. At the end of episode three, there was Execute Order 66, where basically the Siths uh, put out an order where they uh, went out and just massacred all the Jedi. Um, and a few uh, Jedi and like Petawan survived and they managed to escape. And one of them is Cal. He was in hiding. He was just working like a regular like engineer job or something like that and an accident happens where he accidentally reveals that he's force sensitive um what he did was he was like um he was suppressing his uh, his his force abilities but like someone being in danger he had to help them and he got revealed so then the inquisitors are on his ass the empire basically uh and you go on the run and you meet a bunch of different people and then you know i don't want to spoil the rest of the plot just those are the basics that you all need to know um i really enjoyed the world the story the visuals all that stuff combat combat um I would call this game Star Souls uh if you're a fan of the Dark Souls Sekiro brand uh you're gonna enjoy this because this is another game that's inspired by it doesn't play exactly like that because then you have Jedi abilities involved so like first of all it plays like it but it's not as challenging there's three different difficulties in the game um I would still say that Star Wars was a good challenge it was um I wouldn't call it like the the default difficulty normal um I I feel like the difficulties go from easy to hard to expert. Like there's no real normal. Like the one that's in the middle that's supposed to be normal, it's still a good challenge. It's like hard mode. It's not as hard as Sekiro, but it was still a good challenge. Um, and that kind of goes back to my bad. That kind of goes back to what I was saying about the story. I felt inspired. The point I was making about Sekiro, I felt inspired to beat Star Wars because I thoroughly enjoyed the characters. Um, I was engaged because a lot of people were struggling with the final boss fight. I beat her in two tries. Uh, because i was thoroughly engaged with the combat and what was going on in the story because the the ending is pretty fire uh most of the ending at least <laughs> but yeah the game plays i call it star souls it plays like dark souls um not as difficult um and then you have like jedi abilities where like you can freeze them uh you can push and pull things there's puzzles in there that you have to use your force abilities too so if you like puzzles that's there um i would define the puzzles is they weren't hard i only got i think i got stuck once and to be honest, I got stuck because I was overthinking. None of the puzzles are hard. They're actually more tricks. Um, they're designed to make you overthink, but a lot of them are actually really simple. Um, the combat I thoroughly enjoyed because it played like Dark Souls, but you had to mix a little bit with the Jedi abilities. Like I said, you can push and pull. You can freeze people. Um, you can throw your fucking lightsaber. Uh, there's a bunch. Of, there's a whole skill tree of different abilities. And you start off as a Padawan. Um, the thing is in the story, like he was he was i don't know how close he was to becoming a jedi but i do know that because the empire took over he suppressed his uh connection with the force so basically it's like you're kind of starting over and then as the game progresses he starts to remember different things that his master had trained him before he was killed off um and by the end of the game you're pretty much damn near a jedi master it was really interesting with the ending because i'm like yo i'm like it just makes you think, like, what was he doing? What well, where was Luke and all this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Like, is he gonna show up in the know, whatever? That's beside the point. Uh <laughs> so yeah, there's a skill tree, you get to customize your player however you want. The game rewards, um, exploration. There are big planets. This is a positive right here. There's multiple planets, and they're biggest shit. It isn't it's one of those games where like the map seems small, but it's actually biggest shit and by exploring what you're gonna want to because all the worlds are very interesting that they've crashed it. it's very fun to explore and fighting you'll get you'll level up and get new abilities and stuff like that um the one negative and this is one of the negatives the two negatives that i have about it in the exploration is it was fun to explore and look at the different environments and fight the surprisingly good amount of enemy types my only problem was the map the map is fucking ass in this game they need to patch that shit it's, if if i was to uninstall and quit this game uh it's a good thing y'all i enjoyed the story in the combat as much as i did because that map was terrible i would akin it to almost like metroid prime like it was like this fucking hologram and it had multiple levels to it like three four levels and you had to figure out which level you want and like everything was colliding with one another so it was hard to gauge exactly where you were and where you needed to go so a lot of times in this game you're gonna aimlessly be running around and you'll just run into the objective um and i didn't like that uh it, it made the game feel like it was longer than what it needed to be the game was padded by an unnecessary backtrack Um, and that was actually my other negative there is backtracking in the game but the backtracking wouldn't have been as bad if there the map was good there was a lot of unnecessary backtracking if that makes sense because you're just getting lost basically um but yeah world is great voice acting is great Um, it's optimized for the most part I would say 95% of the game was optimized my only problem was towards the end of the game like the final little bits there's some pretty intense moments i was getting some stutters towards the end but then it held up it held up um but so the optimization is good um and then the ending uh i don't want to talk about the ending it's gonna fucking The game is fucking fun as shit, yo. Y'all see what I'm saying? The only problem I had was with the map and and the backtracking. But other than that, I literally don't have much negative to say about this game. Like, it left me... I'm not even gonna... It's rare that I contemplate going back. I'm like, yo, maybe I want to play this game on Jedi Master, um, which is the highest difficulty. Um, Like, I felt inspired to try it again. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can beat this on the highest difficulty because I enjoyed the game that much uh, the final boss fight was fucking fire, um, the character design, yo, Trilla, Trilla was Trilla's, uh, uh, like, she's just a bad little chica, bruh, um, I love that shit, um, some nice little guest appearances in the story, listen, i i don't want to spend too much time on this shit all y'all need to know is i enjoyed the story mainly because the supporting cast i don't know if i said that it's mainly because of the supporting cast uh cal if we're talking about cal i'm not gonna lie his face kind of just annoys me and also he's not really an interesting character if we're being honest he's just kind of like ah we gotta do good but there was nothing really compelling about him so like the reason i enjoyed the story more was because of the supporting cast it's kind of the same reason i enjoy um black clover people always say black clover they don't like it because of asta and like i'm not a fan of asta but like i am a fan of you know you know and vanessa captain yami fucking julius um the supporting and then all the other uh, magic knight captains like the supporting cast is so strong it carries the show and that's the same thing with star wars um so i mean the, star wars ha- it has bangalore in the game fucking apex Legends, she's in star wars fucking jedi fallen order i mean it's obvious i'm over here giving a glorious fucking review like glowing reviews you already know what the fuck i'm gonna say do i recommend this game hell motherfucking yeah this game is worth 60 dollars i promise you you are going to enjoy it for the most part i think most people agree that the map and the backtracking is fucking annoying as shit because there's only certain areas you can get into after you unlock certain abilities but i had fun with the game i could easily this is probably my favorite game of the year um respawn is killing it this is a great game for respawn because they're known for shooters and they finally did something different um and it's showing they got they got the chops to to make any type of game so shout out to shout out to respawn shout out to jedi fallen order i would definitely recommend picking it up because i promise you you will not be disappointed uh if you're wondering how long the game is uh i think i read online on average it's taking people like it doesn't take people like drinking water my bad my, my throat it takes people on average like 30 hours to beat the game um and that's not even getting like 100 percent of it, all the unlockables and all that other shit so it's a pretty meaty game it's a pretty meat and it honestly depends on your skill level because if you suck at these type of games then uh but pick it up definitely worth your time definitely worth your time all right uh let me look at my notes what are we talking about now oh more star wars the mandalorian i just wanted to briefly touch on this since we where i talking about the stories. translation this, this my but disney plus came out since uh the last podcast um am i paying for it no am i trapping out the bandwidth no my man's gave me his password shout out to nomad you know so i'm on i'm in the man i'm i'm caught up on the mandalorian yo check it out netflix y'all in trouble bro y'all better come with some motherfucking heat the orange of the new black is tired nobody wants to watch that anymore yeah i heard you i heard stranger things is lit i've never watched that shit before but i heard that is still lit but that's about all y'all got man fucking season 12 orange of the new black don't nobody want to watch that shit fucking you lost all the marvel shows Dead and punisher <sighs> disney plus if they can maintain this level of quality netflix i i because netflix is such a new company i never thought that like they could be in trouble so soon like their rise to prominence has been over like the last 10 years and like just like that what looked like a company that could be here forever could get that shit swept up onto them because the big mega corporation known as walt disney mickey mouse is in this bitch bro and the mandalorian is lit first and foremost i have to praise this show because this shit looks like i wouldn't say a movie but it's like a notch below it's damn near movie quality like i would akin it to um you guys remember the ps3 and the ps vita of course you do with last generation the ps th- the ps vita was like it was damn near ps3 quality it was like a little bit weaker than the ps3 like that's what i would akin it to like it's pretty fucking close and i'm like yo that first episode i'm like they are putting money into this show it is thoroughly impressive with the sets the fucking costumes the graphics it looks like a damn near a star wars movie um so i gotta i gotta give them out for that shit. the production quality they've definitely raised the bar for television production um Fucking what else? Oh, the actual story is interesting. I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the baby Yoda memes. <sighs> baby Yoda. I'm not even going to lie. I was talking about this on stream the other day. I was like, Disney is so fucking annoying because they even got me with the baby Yoda. I was watching episode five yesterday. Uh, episodes drop every Friday, by the way, at like midnight or something like that um they it, Disney even got me y'all know I don't like that cute shit but I was like damn this nigga baby yo, the cutest shit I ain't even gonna lie like I can understand why people making memes and they love him like it is like I would have kin the story without spoiling it too much so far because I don't even I'm not even 100% sure where the story is going um it's very interesting too because this shit is canon but I would have kin it kind of like the idea of like the the recent God of War that came out where Kratos was with his son like it's the Mandalorian who's like this bad boy in space it's a space western but he's got this cute little kid with him and he's trying to like raise him and shit like that like that shit is that shit is lit if you haven't watched the Mandalorian and you don't got the money for it ask your friends for the password or something like let me get that let me hold that because um this is definitely a show that I look forward to every week and I'm enjoying I would highly recommend it like I said visuals are great characters have been pretty interesting I'm just curious to see where it goes because there's only five episodes that have been released. Supposedly, the season's supposed to finish like right before the movie comes out. So I'm curious to see will the show tie into the movie because everybody's calling that thing Baby Yoda because we don't know what his race is called. But there's no been there's been there's been no confirmation of that's like Yoda time traveling or some shit like that. I don't know. Like it could just be somebody else. Um, so I'm curious to see will the Mandalorian kind of. Um, play into the to the recent movie because you remember what was it um agents of shield plays played into what was it captain america civil war um so are they gonna tie the shows in and create like this whole fucking star wars cinematic universe that would be kind of fire but if you're looking for a recommendation on a show to watch definitely check that out my next thing i'm gonna watch is uh i've been hearing the fucking the watchman is fire as fuck i've been hearing if you black you gonna love this shit you know i'm black as hell bro um so i'm you know i'm i i <sighs> I heard that shit lit. I heard that shit make people uncomfortable. So I'm you know I anything that make a motherfucker uncomfortable and talking about this American history and shit, you know I'm with it. Uh so if you're looking for a TV recommendation, definitely I, I can say I a lot of hype behind the mandalorian but i thoroughly enjoy it the show could fall off towards the end i don't want to be like yo this is the greatest show of the year blah 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 because right now just the first five episodes i've thoroughly enjoyed it but who knows the ending could be trash but the first impressions i've enjoyed it check it out if you have anybody or you do have disney plus and you haven't checked it out my only concern with disney plus is so it can go two ways if they maintain this level of quality netflix is in trouble And I mean, with The Mandalorian and then whatever other shows they got coming out, like uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and then She-Hulk and all this other shit. uh, Moon Knight, they announced they have a lot of shows that are coming down the line. The problem is those shows are coming 2020, 2021, 2022. They're not going to be here tomorrow. So right now, The Mandalorian is the only real exclusive that Disney Plus has. And it makes me wonder, are they going to maintain this level of quality with all their shows? Or is this a trap? Are they just going to produce something really high quality? and um the other shows are gonna gonna be kind of like this is just their way to kind of suck you into their ecosystem because right now it's the mandalorian holding them up and then a bunch of disney movies that i don't care about i mean i they got the avengers but i've seen that shit already so i don't really care um I don't really care about watching Disney princess movies and shit like that. Um, also I've seen keep this in mind too, by the way. I've seen some people complain about for The Mandalorian that uh they're that it's rated like PG or whatever instead of TV 14. Uh so they don't expect any like blood or like gore or anything. But I'm gonna be honest, somebody tweeted me and pointed that out, and I did not notice that the show has no blood until they pointed it out. Uh that's how much I enjoyed the show. I did not care. Like when somebody gets shot like it's like typical star wars like the energy blast hits their armor they go ah, and they fall down like it just it looked fine to me i didn't really care I was, i'm sitting there watching it after i had read that tweet i'm like does this show need blood i don't even think star wars movies have blood they don't have blood and it's fucking kids shit they sell toys so i don't i don't because what he's a bounty hunter shooting lasers at armor and shit it was fine to me i didn't care um didn't bother me so jeff and out out the mandalorian highly recommend it first impressions um and last but not least, we're gonna get into the question section of the podcast. But before we do, let me get a swig of this water right here. All right. So, follow me on Twitter if you guys want to submit a question for the next podcast at Mister Underscore. I keep it real. And the first question comes from Ultimate Toro on question. I can't talk. The first question comes from Ultimate Toro, and he asked on Twitter. Are there any games that you play that you thought were excellent, but upon replay realized that they were bad? Yes. Two games come to mind. I don't spend a lot of time playing like fucking old ass games because I'm the type of person I like to move forward. But in recent, if you follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv theblackokage black you know, in the last couple of years recently, I played Sonic Adventure 2 and Jack 2, two of my favorite games from my childhood. Let's talk about Sonic Adventure 2 first of all. <laughs> sonic adventure 2 came out when let's look up like adventure 2 release date shout out to gigabit internet um this game was released june 18th 2001 so um my birthday's in august and i got this when it first came out so i was 10 years old because i turned 11 on in august so i was 10 years old when sonic adventure 2 came out if you would have asked me at 10 years old is Sonic Adventure 2 one of the greatest games of all time I would have told you yes if you would have asked me a couple years ago when I live streamed Sonic Adventure 2 on Twitch "Is, is it still one of my favorite games of all time no that game is fucking dog shit it's one of those things like i remember because i've always been the kid that would like i was super nerdy like i would always read um like game reviews and shit like that when i was a kid to see what other people think i remember sonic adventure 2 and sonic adventure getting shitted on like getting fives and sixes by the big publications of the time like the IGNs and the game spots of the world because they've been around forever um but i remember thinking of a kid like yo these fucking reviewers are stupid they don't know anything about games and like as i got older and i played sonic adventure 2 back i was like oh my god they were right that shit sucks. Uh, yo, that was one of the most struggle playthroughs. Yo, I was. So, one of the biggest problems with Sonic games is like I was clipping through the environments. You would be running, and then you would just phase through and fall through the map. Freaking the map system sucked on the uh knuckles levels, like trying to find the different treasures and shit. It was just a game that was just buggy and it was not fun. The voice acting and the voice movements are just fucking terrible. And I'm not judging it by today's standards, I'm just judging it by because, like, if I go back and play Mario 64, like, I always bring that game up all the time. If you go back and play Mario 64, it doesn't matter what era you put that up against, that shit is a fucking classic. Um. There are certain things in Ocarina of Time that I don't think have aged that well. It's a little bit rough around the edges, but I still stand by. It. That game is a fucking classic. There are certain games that just. Star Fox 64, a fucking classic. It doesn't matter what era that you put it in like it, certain things and mechanics they just stand up to this like the test of time that's part of the reason why they updated the camera and the spiral of uh, the dragon trilogy because the platforming and stuff stood the test of time And the graphics they were pretty in the gameplay and the story but like the camera in that game like there were and people forget there was no analog control on the camera back on the original spiral the camera controlled itself so a lot of times it's spaz so they updated it so where you can control the camera with the right analog stick that's why they're doing like that's why they're doing remakes with like resident evil 2 because they're certain mechanics that just don't translate well to these days and honestly sonic adventure 2 the entire thing doesn't fucking translate well the game just sucks man it sucks but i still stand by it's one of my favorite games from my childhood it is just one of those things i had memories with um i will say what did stand the test of time for sonic adventure is the soundtrack is still fire sonic Adventure 2 and Adventure 1 have some of the best well sonic has some of the best soundtracks period sonic has more good soundtracks than good games i'll give it that that's pretty fucking sad um so i fully expect the sonic movie to be trash but the soundtrack will probably be fire and it had gangsta's paradise in it that's a good song i don't know why it was what it has to do with sonic but that's a good song whatever um and then the other game i can think that comes to mind is jack 2. i streamed that recently i almost had a meltdown playing jack 2 (laughs) i loved it like i said when did jack 2 come out oh let's see jack 2 release date i want to say 2004 this one came out um so october 14th 2013 my birthday is in august so that means i was 13 years old when jack 2 came out so you know what that's probably why i enjoyed it so much because remember with jack 2 that's when he came out and he was like he became the Edge Lord with the dark jack and shit i was 13 i was edgy and shit so i love that shit and don't get me wrong what i will say about jack 2 is the basic platform The basic platforming still stands the test of time. The graphics to me still stand the test of time. The world stands the test of time. The story and the characters are still really good. That all stands the test of time. But what doesn't for Jack 2 is the gun mechanics. There was no way to really aim your gun in jack 2 so you had to rely on an auto aim laser and then like there were just some missions that were just god fucking awful in that game like where they just kept spawning unlimited enemies on you and you had to run and just try to survive um there's this whack-a-mole game at the end where like the controls were inverted so it was like fucking with my brain i almost had a meltdown on stream like there are certain things that i still love about that game but like it didn't it didn't age very well it did not age very well What's funny though is, like I said, if you would ask me, if you would ask thirteen-year-old me, which is my favorite in the series, I would have told you Jack two and Jack three. By the way, is fucking awful. It's a fucking racing sim. I hate that game. I I literally I uninstalled that game. I think I streamed that this year. I uninstalled that shit off my PlayStation because I bought the Jack trilogy on the PS4. I uninstalled Jack three. That game, Jack two, I still like it to some degree, but Jack three, uninstall. Fuck that game. Jack one, ironically, if you would have asked me at thirteen which one was my favorite, I would have told you Jack two. But as, if I've gone back and I've literally played all three games, Jack and Dexter 1 is the best of, out of all of them. It stands the test of time. Like, it's a pure platformer. The game was funny. It was interesting. Dexter's still hilarious as shit. Dexter gets bitches, bro. He drives thorns. Um, <laughs> the world is colorful. The game still looks pretty. Like, it just aged really well. The the, the platforming is, is crisp. The way that it controls. Um, so like jack and dexter i would actually put that on one of my favorite games of all time it aged really well but two and three aged horribly because they were trying too hard to be fucking grand theft auto like i don't know man so those are two games that i can think of off the top of my head but i don't want this podcast to be too long um i definitely want to get into more retro gaming though because it is funny to go back and look and see what you thought was amazing as a kid that shit is ass when you play as an adult um I, can, I usually do that like in the summer because there's like nothing to play i don't know tweet me on twitter or let me know in the twitch chat on the next stream like what what retro game should i go back and visit um I have, i've never played bully people need to tell me people tell me i need to play bully I might, I might play that one i heard that's pretty cheap on xbox i don't got no games anyway so we need something to play on there um so hopefully that was uh that answered your question and last but not least the next question comes from tv sonic gaming on twitter and he asked what's my most anticipated games of 2020 all right this is in no particular order i'm just i literally just went and looked up games that are releasing in 2020 before the podcast is some research and what i found is the games i'm looking forward to um honestly so this is tears if we're being honest 2020 is looking kind of weak because 2020 is kind of a weird period the ps5 and the new xbox are supposed to be announced uh, so it's kind of like the like, we're on our last leg. there's really only two games that I'm like really looking forward to. Um, and here's the, and then the rest are kind of like eh, hey, I'll play them. Um, so number one, the most obvious one 2020 uh April 16th cyberpunk 2077 is supposed to drop <sighs> CD project red can can do no wrong. I mean so far so far they seem to be for the gamer. they're making their products with love um I, I i've seen gameplay it looks awesome it looks like there's gonna be a lot of customization it looks like it's gonna be an rpg you can just get fucking lost in i mean what else is to say I, don't, I really don't have much to say about it it's fucking cyberpunk you've seen the gameplay demos that's the one game on this list i'm like that's like the the s tier like i'm actually thoroughly like i day i might do a midnight stream with that shit drops at midnight type of shit. Um, i'm thoroughly looking forward to that one um if i had to put an a tier in terms of what i'm looking forward to um maybe uh, the second one would be the last of us two that's may 29th um y'all know i did really like the last of us one had very underrated multiplayer the story was really good graphics were really nice for the time and it's just nice to see where they where they take this journey i was uh, i was in the i was in the camp of i didn't actually think they needed to make a last of us two but i understand why i mean it's brand strong branding the game is going to sell itself um, but with the ending in The Last of Us, the, what happened, honestly, I didn't think they needed to make another one, but whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what uh, fucking Ellie's up to in her lesbian adventures against the zombies. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one. And then after that, it kind of just drops. Well, no, I will take that back. I would also put in the A tier Watch Dogs Legions. Watch Dogs 3. So I'll put that in the A tier with The Last of Us. Uh for those of you who on Watch Dogs 2 was very underrated. Very good game. Especially if you're black. It has a lot of good commentary on society and what it's like to be black. Um, fucking gameplay was solid. The world of San Francisco was really, really good, very vibrant, fun, just fun game. Um Fucking Watch Dogs, uh, Legion. Not Legion. Watch Dogs 2 was really interesting too, because it was one of the few games that I played where like you have an abundance of guns in like any other open world game. But I literally played the entire Watch Dogs 2 all the way through passively. Uh, the only thing I did was incapacitate enemies with a uh, what is it, the stun gun, the electric gun or whatever that shit is, uh, the zapper. What was is, what is that shit that, that people be carrying around in their purse and they their bag? y'all know what I'm talking about, Um, but I never actually shot and killed anybody in the game, and I remember I was talking to Ethos about that, I was like, the reason why is like, Marcus was such a good guy in the game it felt weird to run around and just like, with M16s and just gun everybody down, so like, I played passively, I played stealthily, and I just fucking zapped people to get them out of my way and shit, um, very fun game, and I had fun doing it, very fun game, you can completely play the game like that, um, and just use drones and shit in the surveillance area, but that's beside the point. Um... So this goes to after after so Cyberpunk and S tier, A tier would be The Last of Us and Watch Dogs Legion. I look forward to Watch Dog Legion because supposedly you'll be able to control any NPC in the game. They'll have their own story and their own ability. So I'm curious to see if they'll be able to pull that off. The B tier would be um freaking Dying Light 2, Halo Infinite, and Dying Light Two and Halo Infinite um dying light i thoroughly enjoyed but i don't really expect much in terms of innovation it'll just kind of be like another fun zombie co-op game to play with friends uh where you can run around buildings and shit i don't really expect too much It just be like hey, i'll play it and then halo infinite we haven't even seen any gameplay so it's hard for me to even like get excited about this but i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they said they're, they're like rebooting like the whole series with halo infinite and they're really going looks like it sounds like they're making this is going to be a labor of love and they're really trying to push halo again on the xbox but uh we'll see only time will tell with that one so that's why i put it a little bit lower and then an honorable mention is dragon ball kakarot i mean i'm tired of playing through the sand to the sand to uh what is it boo saga again but uh i was thinking this is going to be like xenoverse 3 but as more gameplay trailers come out and they reveal it's more rpg driven there's going to be a lot of missions with like basically they they put a lot of filler shit in there or like you can see basically what vegeta and all them were doing on planet earth when goku was away after the frieza fight and stuff like that it's going to give a lot of backstory of things that were happening on the side during the main story so i'm curious to see if that stuff will be canon and if it will be actually interesting i'm not gonna i would never pay for dragon ball Kakarot, but if bandai gives it to me for free they probably won't because i shot on them earlier about junk force if they give it to me for free i might stream that game just to see kind of where they go with it will there be enough content there to actually justify uh recommending it at 60. And those are some of the games that I'm interested in. Oh, my bad. I forgot to say Marvel's Avengers. Marvel's Avengers is in the same. The more I see this game, the less I get excited. I put it in the same bracket as Dragon Ball Kakarot like I'm willing to pay for Marvel's Avengers, but like I don't really like the character models. They look kind of weird. Um voice actors look kind of weird. Like you're so used to the fucking movies. Uh the gameplay just looks looks kind of weird. It's fucking it's a it's a looter shooter like i don't understand that like getting the red iron man instead of the purple iron man that shit is weird um maybe the story will. that's the only reason i'm still interested in this maybe the story will be really good but it's kind of hard to gauge that game i don't know hopefully i can get that one for free too i'm not trying to pay for nothing um but those are the games i'm looking forward to cyberpunk marvels avengers last of us 2 dying light 2 Halo Infinite, Watch Dogs, Legions, and Dragon Ball Kakarot—they're all pretty much sequels, except for Cyberpunk. Please, game developers—we're leaving this generation and we're entering another one in 2020, 2021. Please, can we get some new IPs, bro? I really hate that. Like, I make games—a a list of games I'm looking forward to—and they're all just like fucking sequels. Besides Marvel's Avengers and Cyberpunk, like, and even still, like, Marvel's Avengers isn't is original IP; it's still Avengers. Like, let's get some original IPs in the building. And guys. If, if you take anything from this episode please support original ips that are really fucking good there's a lot of dope indie games coming out and it's like people just dismiss that shit like i get it like the fake deep indie games and shit and i don't like that shit either but like there's something good out there that like rally behind and support it because competition is always good we don't need more and more and more and more and more sequels let's get triple a gaming to a place where we can get some unique experiences because i think there's always ways to find new ways to innovate um but yeah, that's beside the point. That's all I got on my show notes. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Hokage Thoughts. If you did, please remember to rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, be sure to also share the show. Tell a friend or tell a friend about it. Um, if you want to further support the show. The best way to do that uh, is financially at redcircle.com slash Hokage Thoughts. Just look for the big sponsor this podcast button on the top right at redcircle.com slash Hokage Thoughts. And uh, you guys can leave a donation, a one time donation, or you can subscribe monthly. It's up to you. That's redcircle.com slash Hokage Thoughts. All right. Five stars. Leave it on the Apple Podcast. And I will see you guys in 2020 on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts.